<laughs> Welcome to Quarter Three, the best basketball podcast that never ends, but actually ends uh, with me not knowing one how to sync clap, two how to count, and three how to hit buttons in VMix, which is the the perfect combination. It's like watching Russell Westbrook try to put on clothes while wow. fishing the ground. <laughs> it's a lot of things that kind of go together, but kind of don't all at the same time. Damn. Uh, Do you think Russell Westbrook has one of those clueless machines that just has the mix match? Yeah. And then Absolutely. he just like hits the button at random every time. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that he just goes to like, I think he has a Zoltar machine in his bedroom <laughs> and he puts a coin in it and hopes that if something comes out that gives him inspiration. <laughs> And it was like, hey, Zoltar machine, let me put a quarter in. It comes out. He's like, grapefruit. And he's like, oh, I got it. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. We gonna, we got it, baby. Let's go. Grapefruit. It's time. I am Kylie Fadams, just one of your wonderful hosts here on Corner 3, the best basketball podcast on the fan by network. I am joined with the one, the only, Nikki Grayson. How are you doing, Nikki? How are you just going to like point for the audio? All right. Fucking. Well, okay. <laughs> there's like there's shit everywhere i can't yeah. i don't know what's happening um the bat all the basketball is over i mean that's not true at all but like the boys basketball is over uh and i don't know what i'm doing with my life i also forgot how to podcast i hey it happens it happens all the time i mean i've been there for many many years was i supposed to up? hit record that was a joke that was a comedy joke I, you know as what? soon as it left my mouth i knew i was like ah that hurt jordan that that hurt me too because like, i was like my eyes got wide too for a hot john warren how are you doing how's everything going? i'm okay i'm all right um <laughs> i did i uh, i don't think i've forgotten how to podcast but i think nikki's rubbing off on me a little bit um yeah I, I don't i don't have cranberry juice in the corner of my office should i get some yes you don't want to come back Matt, to it's gone, boys. Mad cranberry juice all day. <laughs> it's good Pink for your liver. Paradise, put up a cranberry juice. It's good for your liver. <laughs> it's that's what that's what they say. I don't I don't know if it's real, but that's what they say. It's like it's good for you. It's good for, for your UI. It's good, good for your UI. That's what I've heard. I, it's, it's good because I can see while I'm doing the video version of this show what Nikki was doing before we switched to the scene that John could see him in and see <laughs> seeing the pre-cran happen and then the post-cran reaction. It's just was, I knew that what was he a got disgusting amount of cranberry juice. I knew I knew I knew that Nikki grabbed the cranberry juice. I didn't expect to see cran- uh, Nikki's upper thighs while drinking cranberry hey. juice. I was like, hey. whoa. Hey. <laughs> it's Get shorts it in. weather, baby. Get it. Get it in, Team, team Side Meat. Go on, do your thing. Yeah. It, is, it is amazing. I am excited to be rocking with you. I was on the ISS. Why did I drink more? Where? Why did you drink more? What are you doing to it's yourself? It's lukewarm. It's been on that shelf for like two weeks. <laughs> oh. oh, no. That's been there for like a month. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't go bad. It was Hot. open, though. I mean, it still Nikki. doesn't go bad. <laughs> nothing goes bad nothing no, goes no, no. Look. let me look no let me look let me look nah um, the FDA. november 13th 2020 no you're right khalif yeah it doesn't go bad save this no look at the label does it say refrigerate after opening That is a suggestion. You better, you better check that Especially, medical insurance. Make sure it's paid look, up. 
look in the traditional in the traditional uh uh, uh you know ways that it works in a black household <laughs> everything on a packaging is a suggestion yeah right it's like, been pa- louis louis got his hands all over this this baby's been pasteurized I yeah, can't get been, sick. Exactly. It's been pasteurized. It's like hot, it's like hot ginger ale. Hot ginger ale fixes exactly. everything. That's it. So that's why that's way, why Dak's not gonna get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, if I ask you, does that break HIPAA? Second of all, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Can we talk about basketball? Yeah, let's We're talk, about, talk basketball. about basketball on this Quinn Three podcast. Again. Thank you all for listening this week and every week. Uh, I was on the ISS uh, going, well, I don't even know. I was in LA, actually, LA in my, in my new job for orientation. Uh, so, the, so, the, so the folks here held it down and, 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 and knocked it out with a beautiful show. It was, it was glorious. It was wonderful. I missed you both. Uh, yeah, but I'm back. And, and, we, and in between that time, uh, the NBA championship was captured and taken and 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 brought into the folds of the Milwaukee running around like they ain't got no goddamn sense bucks. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Did you both see the game? Did you watch the game yes. in mm-hmm. its fullest entirety? I, I, I watched, I think, every moment of that game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just I had a keep... feeling. I had not watched every yeah. minute of any other finals game, but I just had a feeling because I was. I woke up one, in the morning. Shut up. Um, uh, I, I just, it, I, I, part of it was like, I had a feeling that they were going to win. And the other part of it was the Bucks fans kept saying Bucks and six. So I would have loved to have seen mm. it if Phoenix had won. And then to see that entire crowd go Bucks and seven, Bucks and seven, <laughs> Bucks and seven for the culture. But it for, didn't, it didn't, ha- it didn't happen that way. So, so, so the 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 title of this particular episode is Giannis, we're sorry. God. Uh, and I think that I think that fits for multiple reasons. I think mm-hmm. we are the best basketball podcast on the pl- on, sure. on the planet. We are also the most wrong basketball podcast <laughs> on the planet. I, on a long uh, enough plane, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah. We, this. I mean, this is this was this was our uh, kind of uh, you know an inaugural year for for yeah. for corner three. So we you know we're we're still growing too. Yeah, we're still as analysts. None of these games count. None of them count. We're we're about as right as Charles Barkley is on every other Thursday. Like I think that's that's, and that's a way better percentage than most people get. So I think that that's reasonable in in that respect. Do you think Uh, we would have been better if we started during summer league? Oh, they didn't do summer league last year though. No, I mean Mm. we we, maybe that's why we're struggling. I mean, we (laughs) talked a lot about basketball during the bubble games. That's, yeah, that's true. And, and then that led into the formulation of that's corner true. three, which I think is actually pretty, pretty awesome. Um, the question I want to ask is, you know, with this game being as fantastic as it was, I, I think this series, let's go back a step. Even the series is now over. We've seen, you know, the bucks win it. Um, I think this was one of the better, basketball seasons and basketball playoff seasons we've seen and an amazing mm-hmm. finals. It was one of the best finals I've seen in, in a long, long time. I would love to hear your thoughts, both of your thoughts about like how you kind of felt the finals went, you know, some, some, some expectations, some things that you thought were going to be there that didn't happen. Um, 
Nikki, I'm going to go with you first while we, while we yeah. look at some beautiful footage I, uh, of, of those things. I would put this series as number two in the last 10 years behind 2016 Cavs mm. winning as far as the amount of fun that I had watching uh, as a neutral. Um, just like good basketball. Like it was, it was bizarre to watch Mike Budenholzer again, a man who looks like he has no idea what the fuck he's doing, <laughs> somehow stumble into doing the correct thing. Um, but also Giannis very clearly being like, I have to win this basketball game mm -hmm, um, yeah. and putting on one of the most <clears throat> unbelievable individual performances uh, in a finals game, probably of all time. Like dropping 50 in your first finals in game six to win at home with five <laughs> key blocks. Like, uh, like unreal, unreal um, time to show up. He hit 16 of 17 free throws. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's just unreal. Um, and yeah, I mean, I said this on Twitter, but as soon as they, as soon as the Suns let the money counting guy into the arena <laughs> for game four. This was this game, like this series was over. They like burned all of the Suns and four guys' energy. Um, yeah. yeah. So, it, uh, John, what are you, what are your thoughts about kind of the, the series and the overall kind of the way things ended? Um, first of all, Mike Budenholzer. It doesn't just look like he doesn't know what's what what he's doing. It looks like he's uh, arguing that he can't bet his shoes at a blackjack table. Like, <laughs> like he like he wishes he could just take his shirt off and bet that at the at the blackjack table. Anyway, uh, what do you mean I can't do that? Give me one of those I've free vodka tonics. Yeah, um, calm my room. Anyway, uh, I, I I thought it was a really fun finals. I thought it was interesting to see. It's almost like the Suns, it was weird. Like the Suns had such a fun energy through the entire playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then it mm -hmm. turned into shtick in the finals. Yeah. It was like they were almost a weird caricature of them, of them, a caricature of themselves where Chris Paul was like a KG veteran, but he was also just like flopping and like being really confrontational about stuff and like being pretty defensive and strange in a way that like kind of worked against the Clippers, but really didn't work against the bucks. And mm, yeah. Devin Booker had this like youthful energy throughout the entire final uh, throughout the entire playoffs. But in the finals, it looked like uh, inexperience to me. Mm -hmm, and yeah. it's just, I guess that's what happens when you meet up against a team that feels like it's somehow destined to win. And that, and at no point in the in the uh, playoffs did I feel that way until maybe game three of the finals where I was like, yeah. mm -hmm. I think the Bucks are going to win this thing because it just feels right. like they've just got this kind of weird energy that's propelling them forward. I think Giannis coming back to play after that knee injury completely mm -hmm. changed the tone of the entire series. Yeah. Um and it was a lot of fun to watch. And I totally changed my mind about Giannis. Yeah. I, yeah. I, th I think this was one of those series where, uh, you know, again, the, the name of this is Giannis. We're sorry. I, I think that it is rare to see a player kind of come into their own in a way that is so timely. 
Like yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen in that same way. Like usually the, you know, the playoffs are usually a thing about momentum and the Bucks had kind of up and down momentum. The Suns had a lot of kind of forward momentum with the way they were playing because a lot of people were like the veteran may get a ring. Everyone was kind of like rooting for, for, for Paul to get a ring. Um, but his second, you know, his second, or I would say the, the best player on that team was also peaking in a way that felt like, yeah, they have good like ability to kind of take this on and do this kind of thing. Plus they were getting a lot of love through their second and third options mm -hmm. and role players in a way that felt yeah. like, okay, like we could figure this out if we kind of hard nose this uh, through it because the bucks were, and, and I still didn't really recognize how offensively potent they were as a team. It didn't really always come across like that because again, it always felt like Giannis was doing things that we didn't want him to do from a gameplay standpoint. But like Chris Middleton, uh, you, like could have won the MVP. Uh, yeah. you know, Drew Holiday definitely stepped up in big ways. Brooke Lopez. Like, yeah, I think it's like all of wild. these, all of these guys played the best basketball of their lives over the course of the last four like, games of this series. Yeah. 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 And like, that is unbelievably difficult to do. Like, because everyone has to be in sync. I think the thing that happened with the Suns is that they got tired. Like, yeah. Chris Paul just looks, like, he looked, looked exhausted. Yeah. Um, and that was, has always been an issue for Chris Paul, like, deep into the playoffs, because he expends so much energy trying to get his teams to, like, get his teams to win that by the time he gets to near the end, he's like... Yeah, he's like, he's got nothing left and the tank's empty. Also, yeah. it didn't help that the Suns had no interior defense because no. both of two of their three centers tore their ACLs in back-to-back -back games. So that also is not, if you're trying to like do a basketball, you're going <laughs> to want your like tall guys to have their ACLs and not rely on fucking Frank Kazminsky. <laughs> to make plays for you. Well, here's the interesting part about that part of the conversation, which I think is also in there, which as much as we give Buden, Budenhosen, is that how you say it? Yeah. Budenholzer? No, no, it was right. You had it right. <laughs> Budenhosen. See? Damn it. Um, as much as we give him a lot of crap about like not knowing what he kind of wanted to do, mm -hmm. in, in contrast to the way that Monty kind of coached the last couple of games, it was really interesting to see how fast their rotations were yeah. like the, and I mean, from yeah. a, from a personnel perspective, like they were cycling people in and out in ways that didn't feel like it was hampering the overall offense, but the way that the Suns were doing things like you talked about the interior defense part that kind of just ran away all interior off. I mean, oh, you said defense interior offense went away. Like yeah, Aiton no. became a non-factor. Like Aiton they weren't even looking for him in the pick and roll, which yeah. was killing the Bucks yeah. in the first couple of games. And they moved away from it, especially with the fact that um, Booker, while also feeling inexperienced, felt shook during, yeah, the, I, during the last I parts of the, think, of the thing. I think that game three loss, like you said, John, I think that was it. I think that, that block, it. like that like destroyed Aiton's confidence, I think. 
And then I think once they like looked and they were like, ah, piss. And then that, that was, I think, kind of it. I also, <clears throat> I'm going to say something controversial. Okay. Controversial. Uh, if I were the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, I still fire Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I actually think I do too. What? I do. I, I, I don't. I, I legitimately don't think he coached in this series. He, he was, he was Barry Switzer in 1995 for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he, he didn't, he didn't do anything. He yeah, just I think had a like, good team. Yeah, I think the players are were like basically dictating the pace. And I think it was extremely clear in game six that like Mike was just kind of holding on and assuming that his guys were going to have it. And like, I don't know. I, I would still fire Mike Budenholzer because like you can't if you're the Bucks, you can't <laughs> say that you weren't going to fire him before they won this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. like if they mean, lost, oh, so like if he series, lost then he was gonna get bumped he was gonna oh, get it, fired oh oh it was wide, widely reported that evening i watched like almost yeah. the entire post post game coverage of espn like people had it like in their hand mike budenholzer was going to be fired if yeah they really lost this series yeah yeah, yeah. and That's like so wild i still i still fire him i still do I it's, think not, I still it's do. not it's not gonna happen it's well, not i mean well happen. who would you pull in though I mean, any, I mean, that's like anybody, anybody. else. Any, wow. Anybody else. Uh, I would uh, get, send, um, send, send Chauncey and Jason Kidd to the Bucks. I know they just. <laughs> oh, yeah. It went real well the last time Giannis and Jason worked together. <laughs> yeah, right. So I super just, you know. good. Okay. So wait. So wait. So wait. 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 Since, so since the running consensus between you two is that Mike, Mike B. Oh, look uh, at him. Is, look I mean, at him. He he look, look, he's look, going through his head right now. Going through his head. I didn't do anything to do this. Yeah, he's the he's the guy in the group project who shows up at the on the last day and is like, "All right, so what yeah. parts do I have to say?" Yeah, and and he shows up wearing a nice shirt because he's wearing a nice shirt. The teacher's like, "Oh, he contributed." Oh nope. my god. I love the hate right now for this one man. Who it's, looks not like even, he, it's not even hate. I just think that he's a bad NBA coach who has failed upwards. Well, here, okay. Well, here's a good question for you. Who, Becky Hammond. Oh yeah, yes. everybody. Uh, yeah, Becky Hammond. I would. I would say teaspoon. You know, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Tim, Tim Duncan. Oh my Ooh. god! If Tim Duncan taught Giannis Antetokounmpo how to play the post. This thing is fucking would, over. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, it would be over. It would that's, be over. That's in a, real a free way. idea, Milwaukee Bucks. In fact, I would say no, 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 not even that. I would send Becky Hammond to be the head coach, and and yeah, yeah. and, uh, and Tim is the and Tim Duncan to be the assistant. That's what oh, I, how dope yeah. would that be though? That would oh, be so amazing. fire the whole staff is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, fire the whole. Everybody goes. Uh, my question would be: Who is a worse coach? Mike B or Steve oh. Nash? Oh, I think Steve Nash actually is a good coach. Really? Steve, yeah. The problem with Steve Nash is that he's gotten the absolute worst roster to try to be a first-year coach with, I think. Yeah. yeah. I also think he did unbelievably well considering at he yes. only had all three of his guys for yeah. like four or five games all year. And yep. he was basically like rotating the his three like centerpiece guys in with Blake Griffin and company. He had LaMarcus Aldridge for a week. Yeah. And then I, he had to retire because of his heart. Retire. So like, yeah, 
I I think Steve Nash for his first year, I think he did an incredible job. I know that team was like built to win, Stacked. like specifically built to win, but like I there was only so much you can do. Oh, I mean, the, I, was, the, I was just going super, off of the like seeing you do things factor because I never saw him with a clipboard in his hand. I never saw uh, him talk to another he's player. His mind, though. Uh, yeah, he must be on some mind meld shit because I've never yeah. saw him like draw up a play <laughs> in any of the stuff that I've seen when he's on the sidelines. He looks like he's coaching a soccer game well, who, as yeah, opposed to like, a basketball well, game. Who are you drawing up a That's play his, for, Ka? Like, are you are you are you pulling uh, uh, Kevin Durant aside to go, hey, you're going to run yeah. this play? I don't think like, I don't think I don't think a play has been written up for either James Harden or Kevin Durant in roughly six years. Here's here's the here's the thing. <laughs> I'm okay with that if that's a like uh, because you have those three kinds of superstars where mm-hmm. they can be their own floor generals, right? Like they can do that thing. Yeah. At least play the part. Like do the thing <laughs> where you stand on the side and looks and look sad, mad, confused, or angry. Yeah. Or move your hand in a direction that looks like it's like telling a player to do a thing. Yeah, even if sure. it's not even those three, he didn't do any of those things. It's like he's the dude who stands on the side when you go to the end of the court. He's like, yo, can I have a Gatorade? And the dude just hands you a Gatorade. Like, that's <laughs> now, how he looks on the sideline. Now, let me hit y'all with this. <laughs> Is this, do we, do you feel this way? And I get it, Khalif. Yeah. But do you do you think that you feel this way because Steve Nash is the only attractive coach in the National Basketball Association? So yeah. like I I would I would wager that a lot every other coach in the league is being performative because they are all very schlubby and they're all like <laughs> kind of out of it and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? I, or and, or in and Rick Carlisle's also, case, you look like right. Jim Carrey. Exactly. Shit. But I think if Steve Nash tomorrow was like, I'm signing myself for the vet men. Yes. You would be like, all right. Because you know why? Because as Steve Nash as a player coach would make more sense because he would use his body more. He would actually like (laughs) use his arms in a way that would do a thing that would make me at least understand that he's not mummified on the side of the court. Because what you've done, Khalif, is you've solved the problem for the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of people are like, "What are the Brooklyn? What do the Brooklyn Nets have to do next year if they're <laughs> going to want to win the win the championship?" Yeah. But uh, all all we have to do is get Steve Nash a whiteboard with a basketball court drawn on it. Yeah, hey, yeah. and it's over. I don't I don't need a lot in this life. Just fake, and fake it for me. Just that's all you got to do. Just think you, you know, think you think it was your red night. Fake it for me. I don't care. Do what you got to do. Wow. Put that on the back of the box. We should box these podcasts up and put that on the back. I'll just say, figure it out. Make it seem like I'm doing something. I may not know what I'm doing, but let me feel like I'm doing something. He's just writing a Shake Shack order on on every single whiteboard. (laughs) That's all he's doing. He could be writing fucking algebra on that shit. I don't give a fuck. Just make it seem like you're doing a thing because it doesn't look like he's doing literally anything what i what i do want to dig into really quickly because i think that that is an interesting layer of like what do you think they're trying to do versus what well i mean let's go back a step the suns faded away really really quickly um they really didn't nail a lot of the things that we thought they were going to nail so many parts of the ecosystem within that team felt like they fell apart is this a thing now where we look at this suns team and we say we got to blow it up because the conversations no. is, has have been, at least on the Chris Paul part of it, because a lot of people have been like, Chris is going to go somewhere anyway. He's going to go to another team. The 
rumors have been swirling for a long time about that. Even if you, you know, if you won or if you didn't win, mm-hmm. do we think Chris is, is bouncing somewhere else? No, he can make the most money in Phoenix. Also, yeah. from a like a, a, a union perspective, it mm. would look so bad if the vice president of the players union took a cut in pay yeah. to go somewhere else. Also, the cumulative age of the Phoenix Suns, I think, is 18 years old. It's still like, like, yeah, they're like all Chris Paul has raised, raised yeah. the average to 19. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, that's, like they're all it. so young. I think the thing that happened is, like John said, they got shook. And because they, this was their literal first playoff appearance for like 90% of the team. The only two people on that team who had been to the playoffs before this year were Jay Crowder. And Chris Paul. Oh, I guess yeah. Frank Kaminsky because he was on that Rockets squad. Sure. That so makes those, some sense. Those three guys are the only people who had playoff experience. Like, to do that in your first year, to get to the finals, incredible accomplishment. Well, yeah. and Cam- Campaign and Cam Johnson are going to be better next year. Like, they've got, yeah. like, young players <laughs> that are not in that superstar echelon at all, but like, they're going to be better at it next year because they're so mm-hmm. young. Um, they're if they lose so Chris Paul, the cap there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could, I was about to say they could make moves. They could go out and get a couple of those like mid free agents that would really add to their depth and, uh, and, and quality. And I don't know. I, I would definitely not blow that team up. I mean, that team feels that team feels closer now than the Bucks two, three years ago did to me. Mm. That they were like winning all the regular season games. I feel like I feel like the Suns are closer now than the Bucks are right now. And the Bucks <laughs> just won. Like I don't, I don't, know, I, don't I, I can't right. explain that. Yeah. But like I feel like the I I no, would put fair. the Suns to be odds on favorites. I feel that for next I would year. Too. Well, but but it's like we they, that happens all the time. Someone wins the championship. It's really rare that they repeat. And yeah. and I think like there yeah. are elements there are elements of that team that are going to see some shakeups. I don't think the Bucks mm-hmm. put that exact same team on the floor next year. And I don't yeah. think I don't think I also agree. I don't think Budenholzer Holzer comes back. So like there's going to be some sort of shakeup. And I doubt that the Bucks will win it two years in a row. But what a performance. And I think the Suns yeah. will definitely be back next year. Yeah, it was it was really wild to just see, and I and I go back to what Nikki said about like when game three hit, and that that was that the one with the oop at the end. Yes, that Giannis yeah. blocked. Giannis blocked, and and it felt like even after that, from a gameplay standpoint, forget all the X's and O's that went down, forget all the stuff that happened from the like you know who stepped up, who didn't step up. It felt like angels in the outfield kind of stuff yeah. at, at some of those points were like. I remember a ball that was an air ball landed directly in uh, uh, somebody else's hands on the Bucks after like four misses on a shot where the rebound was never grabbed by a Suns player. Mm-hmm. That stuff just makes you know you're like, yeah, you're not going to win. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's over for y'all. Like, it's not going to happen this year for you all because if the ball is doing that, that's just signs from from yeah. whatever the universe is trying to tell you at that point, which which is kind of wild to, to think about too. Um. Do we think that with this particular championship now, and this is gonna this is kind of a dumb question, 
with that performance, with the way that Giannis, you know, put this team on his back, how much of a change does that mean for the league in terms of trying to push him forward? Like, is this now the thing? Because we, there is this weird gap between LeBron and everybody else still. Mm-hmm. Where there is, and you would have thought that Curry would have taken that spot. I don't ever feel like he's ever been the face of the league. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Does Giannis now become the face of the league in that way? Yeah, and I don't even think they have to push him, which is huh. I think. I, I, I like, thought his post game speeches were like yeah yeah were were Unreal. like if a if a publicist had been whispering in his ear, he couldn't yeah. have said better shit. Yeah, like he was saying like. Uh, like unbelievably personable he was funny he yeah. was uh he was humble yet confident yeah. uh imagine having that kind of composure after winning the thing that you've been trying to win for your entire fucking life yeah, yeah. i'd be in a puddle I, on the floor <laughs> I, I don't know it, yeah. it was it was there was almost it's 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 corny but like there was almost a fairy tale quality to like yeah, yeah. Uh, they they brought up that all three of his brothers have an NBA championship now, and he was yeah. very emotional about that. Yeah. Uh, he talked about kind of following your dreams and chasing your dreams, which like usually sounds so unbelievably trite. I think coming out of like most people's mouths, but like I sat there and I was like thirty six year old grown man. I'm like I I feel emboldened by mm-hmm. this by this jacked child that just won an, uh, an NBA, cha- NBA championship. And I'm just like, I'm like, cool, man. Like I go for it. Like I, I, I became a Giannis like fan legitimately yeah. Yeah. in a, in the span of about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think they're going to have to push him hard at all. I think he's super likable. He's obviously a fucking super soldier. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't think they're going to have to try that hard. Um, they could pull some Stephen A. Smith bullshit and say that because he doesn't speak English as a first language, it's oh a, God. it's a problem. Um, it I it would not I put it, it past the leak to do- <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. We can't do this. We can't create this controversy on a Friday. Um, no, but listen. it's like, like they've had issues like that before. I feel like, sure. But they would yeah. be making a mistake if they treated it like that, obviously. Yeah. I think, like, one of the hardest parts, if you're Adam Silver, which is this part is definitely not his job, but I assume that he is the only person that works for the league. It's him and Scott Foster, uh, <laughs> the only two employees of the National Basketball Association. Wow. How do they um, do it? <laughs> how do they do it? Um, but, like, if you're Adam Silver, I think the issue, at least in the last, like, four or five years, right? Is that like you need the face of the league, especially in 2020s moving forward, you need them to be likable, right? Yeah. So like that's the reason why Katie and Didn't Harden work. like are not, mm-hmm. they also, I don't think are interested in being the no, face no. of the league, but like that's, yeah. it would it'd be impossible to push either of those guys as the face of the league. LeBron old also already the face of the league. So like, that's fine. But like the reason Steph, I think fell off is because he got hurt right when it was supposed to be his time to ascend. Right. So mm. I think the he missed the boat and then there was a vacuum for two years. Cause he was, it was like he got injured and then it was the bubble and then it was this season. And then they mm. didn't make the playoffs. So like whatever, yeah. um, I think it was just like a perfect storm of 
stuff. Also, like, it's, I think the other thing, the reason I felt, like, bad about all of the shit that I've said about Giannis is that, like, none of this is new. Like, it's yeah. not like, it's not like he won the game and then suddenly became <laughs> Magically a nice transformed. Right, right, right. right. Like, yeah. he's always been like this. Um, yeah. And I was well, like, oh, I guess I'm the asshole. I think you're I, I right. I felt like that, Nikki. <laughs> I felt like that. Totally. I think I, I, totally I agree. I, 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 I think you're right. But I will yeah. say this. I feel like the doubt that had been placed on him for so many years lifted in that span. Yes. Mm. And so that doubt lifted. And I do feel like whether this is real or perceived, and it's probably perceived, I did perceive this kind of lightness of character that I yeah. don't know. I think there was a lot of weight on him for a long time. That's not mm. fair to judge someone based on that weight. It's not. Yeah. But I did feel like that lifted. And I think it just made me feel like you said very guilty. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, ah, wow. damn. I feel like I such an really asshole wrong about after this, this finals. So many yeah. I feel like things. such an asshole on this. And it said it all on this show. Like yeah. I said on the show. It's like, all you, and it's funny. It's all recorded. It's on Twitter. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was one of those things like when I would tweet certain things about Giannis and be like, I hate the way he plays. I hate the way he's doing this thing. People were like, yo, why do you have beef with Giannis, yo? <laughs> and now I feel like I'm such an like, asshole. I don't know. I, cause I, you know what it is? I think, and I think when I go back and I think about what I said, this feels like I'm in therapy. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but it's this like, is on, this is good. This is a good, this is, this a is me really it's being a, with it's my a breakthrough and saying what it, this is. Yeah. This is a breakthrough. Talk <laughs> Yeah. I hated Giannis because I'm not 26 and also six foot nine. <laughs> I wish I had shoulders. Um, <laughs> But it was, but it was, it was the ideas around, and this is, this is goes back to like old school basketball, right? It's like, you always kind of think about your favorite eras of basketball and you mm -hmm. kind of analog and you imprint stuff on people that aren't fair. And I'll be, and I'll be honest. It's like, yes, I still don't believe that he should be running the point and trying to dribble through traffic as a six ten man. Uh, and trying to use a spin move to get like is his main move. I still believe in that. Like that doesn't that doesn't go away. But the thing that I came away with from the the series was that his game is actually a little bit more nuanced than I was giving him credit for. The free throw thing is what made me love Woo. him. Yeah, the free throw the free throw thing is what made me actually like fall in love with Giannis. Giannis, I love you. It's one of those weird things where you see so many people fight that part of their game when they know they're not good at it and to see him buckle down and like i don't care what y'all are going to do to me right yeah. now i'm going to make sure that if i'm going to do this for my team i'm going to do this thing for my team and like you said 16 out of what 17 six out of 17 mm -hmm. free throws in the last game every game that he was at home masterful from the line i don't think there are very i think there are very few players that we've seen in the league over the gosh last two decades that would have humbled themselves enough to make sure that they got that stuff right in a way yeah. that felt reasonable. Like Shaq never did that. That was no. the thing. Even, you know, he could have changed his mechanics. He could have figured it out, but he never wanted to. Um, Giannis was, I feel like that's the beauty of where his game has become. It's a layer, mm -hmm. it's a layer of humility that goes through him. That makes him a superstar that we haven't seen before in, in lots of different ways publicly. I think Steph has a little bit of that, but he's just good at everything. Yeah. He <laughs> you know what I mean? Coach. Like, 
Yeah, he also has a good coach yeah, who moves his arms. True. Like, you know, coaches who move their arms, they actually coach. Listen, Steve Kerr is pretty bad at moving his arms if you think about it. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's, he didn't, he doesn't he didn't know how to wear him. a mask either. Well, no, he didn't move him fast enough to stop Michael from punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think I'm just really excited to see what happens if Giannis is unlocked and has a legitimate coach telling him what uh, how to play basketball. Oh, I, I don't mean, think they, they, they fire him. Um, they should. They're not going to. You know what they're, they're going to do? Oof. They're going to they're going to be like at five. They're going to be the seven seed at the all star break and they're going to fire. Mm. But I bet you Giannis goes to bat for him and makes them not fire him. Ooh, I, I bet you that's what's actually going to happen. I don't know. I don't that's know. True. I don't know if that's true. Really? Yeah. What? You know, you know why? You know why? It's because that's the I I wouldn't do that. Nikki, uh, you are not as okay. nice as Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you with my whole heart. And Giannis soul, and I are Nikki. the same kind of flavor of person. And I'm saying. I know me, therefore I know Giannis. I wouldn't do that. No, I, think, I, I, I don't know if he particularly cares about that coaching staff. I feel like he probably feels a weight on his shoulders to lead that team more than I think he thinks his coach does. I, think I just don't that, think he would ever say that out loud. I think that Nikki would definitely be on Team Baratheon. And yeah. I don't oh think God. that wow. I, I, I don't think that Nikki I don't think that Giannis wow. would be on Team Baratheon. I think you would definitely be like, yo, I see wow. what's happening here. I will move the I will move these chess pieces to my will so that I can it's do just, what I need to it's do. It's so much e- the whole thing about Game of Thrones is that if people just shut the fuck up, <laughs> they wouldn't have died. And they were so gossipy. <laughs> Like they all, they talked all the time. It was. Yeah. It's so, so easy so to keep your mouth shut. That's why I don't think I would be a Baratheon because I can That's shut up sometimes about certain things occasionally, rarely. That's There's true. a girl in the West that has what? <laughs> <laughs> How many? How many? I see. I really, I really do wish that they had like bodegas in in Game of Thrones because I feel like all the bullshit would have been told on the bodega. Yeah. It would have been like, "Yo, fam, yo, she got three motherfucking dragons, son, and yo, the dragons, yo, they breathe mad fire, b. Yo, she ain't gonna kill anybody. Anybody gonna die." And she then people like, guy for no reason, as no a reason. joke. <laughs> he was literally chained up. Killed him and then his kid. Yo, free Rufus the dragon, son. Yo, Rufus got to go, B. Yo, we got to figure out a way to get him free, son. <laughs> anyway. It's the most anybody's talked about. Yeah, it's the most anybody's talked about yeah. Game of Thrones in the last four years. Can we, can we, we're sunsetting quarter three at the end of the season because it's the end of the season. And um, we're doing a, uh, we're calling, we're going to call it binge mode. And uh, <laughs> we're going to focus on Game of Thrones and then we'll move to the Marvel series and then we will move to, I think, Harry Potter. It's kind of, I think, <laughs> the three things that we're going to do. Um, and then we're going to do a review show around every mm-hmm. a Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll but call we're it figure- Jordan Peele in review. I think that's like not taken <laughs> as a format. That's not taken. We should yeah, do Jordan no Peele in review. Yeah. And then we should do um, M. Night Shyamalan Why. We should do that as the name of the of hey, the shows that we should do. You, can we talk about old? 
Really quickly. Really fast. Really fast. I haven't so, seen it yet. Oh, I will never see it. Are you about to spoil? <laughs> I know what happens. Are you going to? Do you want to know what happens in it, Khalid? No, we can't. <laughs> no, so we can't so just spoil the movie of, old. No, no, no. Yeah, we can. A lot of people are like. Ah, uh, why are why are they talking about old? Well, listen, it was the only commercial that I watched the whole fucking series. It was. I true. saw there were the a whole, lot of ads. I watched, I think, the whole movie in the ads. Yeah. They had video game Please. ones too, which was surprising. They did anyway. well, not on my stream. Uh-oh. All of the video game ads were for NBA 2K21. <laughs> They would start to be GTA and you could see like it would be like, ah, it's GTA. And then it would immediately cut and you would be like, NBA 2K 2021. It's the most beautiful game. Um, it was incredible. Okay, please let me spoil old for you, Khalif. You're let's never going to go uh, see listen, it. I'm fine. I'm going to uh, go see it, but do it anyway. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> do it do it anyway. I don't care. Because if so, Shimon is a terrible director, I, I will yeah. say that with every fire of my being, he's terrible. So uh, the island yes. is a hospital. <laughs> I actually think that's all I'm gonna say is that the island is a hospital. And I'm gonna kinda let you and the audience figure out what that means. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah, it's a hospital. You know, they put a bunch of his <gasps> movies on uh, Peacock last week, and I started to watch ah. The Happening. Why? Have y'all ever seen The Happening? Yes, no. stupid. That it's movie a dumb movie. <laughs> might be one of, like, that movie's got, like, Larry Crown levels of what the fuck wow. am I watching to it? Like, I don't understand what anybody is doing in that movie. But what you, that, what was, that was the one with, that was the one with um um Mark Warburg Mark Mark, Mark Warburg Mark uh, all, the, all, all the bees in the Northeast try uh basically put a thing in the air that makes yeah. people in parks kill themselves. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's not here, a joke. That's here's, what here's here's how dope that movie was, and this is why I think M Night Shyamalan. I thought somebody said I think Blessing Adioye Junior from Kind of Funny. Shout out to him. Said online after watching old and not saying what he had watched. Yeah. He said, M. Night Shyamalan should be in jail. He did. Yeah, right. He's right. He's right. He's right. And really quick before, before we get out of here, here's how I know that that is true. I saw the happening in a movie theater in Brooklyn uh, when it came out opening week in a room full of black folks mm-hmm. who at the end of that movie were so mad at the ending of it because it was so stupid. They fought each other. It was like the <laughs> happening happened in the theater. It was like whatever was in the bees pollen that they put into the world came through the screen and made people want to fight each other because they were so mad at the ending of the fucking movie. Yeah. That's some real shit. Yeah. And I Shyamalan should be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. And I mean, again, it was it was the best thing and the worst. It was the best of times and the worst of times. Yeah. Best of times. Lovely, worst. lovely, lovely. Anyway. In it, in it, in it, bro. Uh, everybody, thank you so so much for being a part of this amazing NBA experiment here on the Fanbyte Network. I I have to say, seriously, before we sign off for the end of the season, uh, one, I definitely feel like we're gonna definitely gonna do another season of Corner Three. We have to do it. It's just so yeah. it's just too much fun. Um, two, this is we you know we were usually record these on a, on a Friday afternoon. Uh, these are the highlight shows of my week. I, I as a newbie to, to the Fanbyte Network um, and getting to know both of you um, in this way, you bring me infinite joy in the way that we get a chance to do this every every week. 
Uh, I'm going to be sad that we're not doing this show. Uh, I can't believe we'll in, never talk to each other again. After oh, this. this is it. I'm, I'm going away. <laughs> I'm going to go find that island. Uh, <laughs> it's a hospital, please. <laughs> no, stop saying that out loud. Somebody's going to find us. <laughs> God damn it, stop drinking that juice. Don't drink anyway. that juice. You're going to need a hospital if you have any more of that. No! <laughs> but seriously, no bullshit. This has been one of the most fun things I've had a chance to do as a project uh, that wasn't spawned on me stuff. Uh, and, and getting a chance to do with you both and, and seeing the wealth of knowledge. I, I, I just love how brilliant you both are, funny <laughs> and knowledgeable about the sport. Um, so it makes me super excited to do this again uh, for next season. Uh, and I just want to say I love y'all. This is super dope. Thanks, uh, and we get a chance to do more of this Thanks, later. Thanks, Koss. This is very fun. kind. This is yeah. very kind. Maybe next too. year I'll like watch a basketball game. Oh, I mean, for the first sorry. time. That's good. Yeah. Also, really quickly, LeBron James turned down my uh, our request to be on our show. Oh, Fuck wow. I can't, I can't believe we're just going to say that. Yeah. yeah that's it's not a bad that. thing. He's busy. He was busy. Busy? But doing no, what? It was busy. no, he would look. I, look, I said that out loud, not as a way to kind of shade or, or any of that kind of stuff. But the fact that that's what their team responded to us and yeah. was like, hey, he's busy and we can't we can't get the, the thing in there. It makes me. It makes me know that we're just this it's close. close. They it's they close. responded fast. They responded quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that means that means there are definitely lots of things in the bronze world that, that are yeah. happening that are more important to being on quarter three or <laughs> <laughs> spot at this point. But I he will doesn't say, know that yet. He doesn't. That's know what that. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I mean. Is like you'll we know. Have the, we have the ability to next to year. He'll know to prove ourselves and and get into a space. I just did. The hands the Bill that you Clinton do hands. as a politician hands. Yeah, it's yeah. Barack. Oh, wow, that's terrible. I'm going to get, I don't know. That's bad. That's a bad omen. No, no, that's no, like, no, 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 no. That's like Look underneath. Ring. Look under your chair. That's right. It's an American flag pin. Oh, it is. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. I did. I did find it. Tis of thee. Anyway, much love to you all. Oh, and do you have anything to say before we get up out of here for, for our last episode of, of, of Corner um, Theory? Thanks for listening, folks. This was fun. This was a an idea we had on a lark because we were sad that the other sports show we had died. Did work, um, yeah. And uh, this was fun. This was, I'm excited to do it again. Also, go listen to uh, what the fuck is the name of that show? Volume Slider. Uh, well, oh yeah, you should go listen to Volume Slider. That's a uh, unrelated to this, but it's it is a, very it's very an incredible good. show. It super um, fun. You should absolutely go listen to it. Um, and but the show you should actually go listen to if you still want more basketball. The Ringer. Oh sure. Hold on. We're just oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball. You should go listen. Oh, it literally is called the Ringer NBA show. Um, well, you should go listen to that. There's also one that's what's got Raja Bell on it, and really? uh, one of my former coworkers, uh, Yomi Adeneron, um, who fucking rules and has like runs the Ringer's socials. Um, so yeah, go listen to that pod if you're uh, interested. Dope. John, end us out. Uh, this was a ton of fun. Uh, I really like talking sports. It's something that uh, doesn't make my blood boil as much as talking about games, which is not great because <laughs> that's the other business I'm in. Um, so that's wild. Um, but it's been amazing to, to talk about this stuff with y'all. It's been a super fun show. We will be back uh, just because I think for our collective sanity, this has been a good one for us. So we will be back. Uh, Paul Tamayo, our other producer, um, 
uh, has a new show, but it's an old show. It's called The Optional over yes. on the Stay by Podcast Network. Uh, it'll start, if you're listening to this, the weekend it comes out, it'll start Monday, July 26th. Uh, he and Cam uh, Brewster are back together uh, talking about everything, video games, culture, a bunch of stuff. Super excited to have that show on the network. Um, and yeah, it would uh, mean a lot if you checked it out. And also just a big thank you for uh, Jordan Mallory for producing all these episodes, uh, doing an amazing job, uh, putting up with our weird schedules and not knowing yes. a ton about basketball. So we have to like frantically send descriptions about things, but Jordan's also learning. <laughs> but he's learning. So, <laughs> I know, it's great. So thank you, Jordan. From the worst really three it. possible people, but he is learning. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> not, not getting a good view of basketball from yeah. us, but... Thank you so much. Oh, I have an announcement to make. Oh, what's that? I'm really excited that John and I were speaking earlier and he did confirm that we will be will be recording a live episode of Corner Three courtside for an Indiana Pacers game this coming November. So uh, that is really exciting for us. um, And we hope to see you in Indianapolis uh, sometime this November. Yeah, I hear they have like $40 chicken nuggets down there, too. It's going to be real good to be. It's going to be really fun. I'm really excited to see DeMontis Sabonis. Reggie Miller's playing, right? Reggie Miller. DeMontis Sabonis, a.k.a. uh, fucking Felix whatever, uh, PewDiePie, (laughs) but with the super soldier serum. (laughs) That's what he looks like. Shit, at this point, we'll all be playing for the fucking Pacers by that time. NBA for the inside out. Uh, again, thank you for, for listening. Uh, this has been a fantastic season. Please continue to share the show out, even though we'll be on a mini hiatus uh, until next season starts up. Uh, and please, if you want to give us some feedback, send us a question, tell us how we did. Nikki, where would they send that info? Fanbyte.casa. It's the best Discord on the internet. Gee, I wish we had some Corner 3 merch because then we could sell it where? Store.fanbyte.com. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. This has been Corner 3 Season 1 in the can. Shout out to the NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. Who would have thought that that would have been the thing we would have said at the end of the season? Wow. Wow. Milwaukee residents be happy. I want that to be the last part that we say on this show. <laughs> I can't believe we let Milwaukee residents be happy. Until next season, we're out of here. Much love and peace.